ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the Lost Tapes of Smugcast. Welcome to another episode of Smugcast. I'm AP. With me, as always, Mr. BJ. Hello, sir. How are you? Awesome. Excited. Are you? You seem excited. Yes. Apple came out with a new phone, a new operating system, which means that everything we have is, if you don't have it, it's garbage, and they've already sold out of it. Yeah. So no, no headphones, no headphone jack. Yeah, and then and then basically it's it's Apple's way of doing an update on the pre-existing phones where basically you have to relearn how to use your own fucking phone. Yeah, especially if you have a 6, 6S, and you're used to swiping the screen, and then now you just hit the home button twice. Yeah, now yeah, when I swipe, I get my camera, and I've taken like 33 unwanted pictures on my, on my phone. Yeah, yep. It just it makes no sense. But like I said, was is an iPhone is already... Think sold out unless you pre-ordered it. Yeah, like you can't. I saw or I saw a uh, article yesterday where you just can't get it in America. That or the Samsung Galaxy Seven or some shit like that. Well, the the Galaxy Seven still catching people on fire. Mm. So exploding but, phones. Ex- well, and we're hoping that's why you never buy the first gens. You always wait. That's why I'm waiting. I am waiting till they get all their stuff fixed with it. Then I will buy it. When it comes out with the uh, the, I don't think they're going to call it the Seven uh, S though. It's supposedly supposed to have another name. What are the? We mean? I don't know. That's just that that's that's just a rumor. But I I hope that they have it out during Christmas time because, because it's always funny when everybody rushes to get this one. Then they put out the S's like less than six months later, and all those idiots then trade their phone. Or they put them online for $900. Like, who's going to buy a yeah. phone for $900? Well, I saw one uh, yesterday on eBay for, I think, 1600 bucks a new 7. Well, here's the thing about it is, though, is most people buy their phones with their plans, and so they can pay for them over time. They're, rent- yeah. they're renting to own their phones. Yeah, more or less. And then I'm not going to pay $500 for a phone off some random dude on a site that's also selling, like, used tires. It just, <laughs> yeah. just, just makes me a little weary. It's, I, it's weird, though, because... When we, uh, when I, I got my last plan, um, we went to went and did the Best Buy mobile instead of just going to you know whatever store, and because um, I was calling the store that we typically go to, it was like, hey, you know, when's the phone going to be available? When can we do this? When you know? And they said, well, you can order it, and we can have it in two weeks. And I was like, well, I want it now. And uh, so Are you I, five, yeah, more okay. or less. And uh, so we happened to be at the mall, walked into the Best Buy mobile, and I was like, what's, you know, when could we get the phones if we ordered them today? And he goes, today. I said, what do you mean? How, do, how can you get them today? He's like, well, we're Best Buy. You know, we buy so many phones. He's like, we have so much buying power. We don't, we can just get them now. And so <clears throat> I thought, all right, well, we'll just do that then. Well, my, my question is, if you're a phone company, like say Verizon or AT and T, how do you not have the buying power to have that shit now? I think it's because if you go to an actual AT and T store, and not in some of these stores that says AT and T on the outside, they're not actually AT and T stores. No, they're fran- they're like a version of a franchise. Yeah, but yeah, you're right. You're a phone store, but I can't get your phones. But I'll sell you some. I'll sell you some cable or di- or some kind of satellite TV. Yeah, yeah. 
that's yeah that's the place that we used to go Be like well we have a phone case for the phone we can't get you yeah oh yeah well you got one on display and we got phone cases but we don't have phones to go in them do you remember the very first phone you ever had um i mean i remember what it looked like i don't remember what it was called it was a it was a half-assed flip phone i ha- it was 1998 it was a unidin oh yeah <clears throat> it was just all punched you, know, you punched it in on the front Mine was mine. Mine was a Motorola, but you had the Motorola flip phone. Yeah, like the ones you saw in the movies. Uh, more or less, mine. It really didn't need the flip part. It just it was like more like a cover. Yeah, I know exactly. Yeah. That's one I wanted yeah. so bad. Yeah, I had one of those, and I went to go buy it, one of those, and trade it in because I I wanted it now. Yeah, and the lady was like, "You don't want that. That phone's not very good, but this phone's a better phone than your phone." I was like, "No, I want that flip phone. Everybody's <laughs> flipping stuff." Oh yeah, it was so and cool. She's like, she's like, sir, sure, look at the it? bottom. Oh, flips. It goes up and down. But yeah, so and it's amazing how far phones have come, and we've treated phones now like cars, where we we have them for so long. We're like, ah, because we spend probably more time on our phones than we do probably in our cars and everything well, like that. And you got to you have to have the latest and greatest. It's a and status It's symbol. not really anything different. It's still a damn phone. Like it, it's a status symbol though, is because if you don't. Because I remember last night at this at this party, uh, it was a kid's party, and the kid was like, hey, I just got a new phone. And they're like, hey, what'd you get? And he's like, well, I got a 5C. And they're like, why? <laughs> <laughs> it was almost like, like what are you, garbage? <laughs> We're on at least get a 6. Are, are your parents on food stamps? <laughs> they're giving them away for free, sir. <laughs> yeah. He, yes they are yeah and he probably didn't have a chance in the world after, because it used to be about it's still about what shoes you have on your feet like in middle school because middle school sucked oh yeah oh because you, you had to have certain shoes and everything like that now it's about phone and shoes god it was doc martens when i was a kid had to have doc martens and man. shaved heads and like a like no no okay, man. I just make sure. no 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 and get this in, in our little <laughs> janky town you you, janky. you you wore speaking of janky yeah you know, you had Jinkos, had the baggy ass jeans, and Doc Martin boots, and people were rocking that shit. I was just making sure, but I didn't want you to lead lead you down a path of where you may have came from. Oh, with shaved heads, Doc Martens, Levi's, the I, suspenders. I, I I was not racist. Oh, those are beautiful. Yep, yep. Hundred thirty five dollars. Get them on Zappos. Pick them up today. We had a lot of bootlickers that wore those. Bootlickers? Yeah. Is that another word for prostitute? It's another I think it's another word for lesbians actually. That's I've never heard that. Well, I think it went out of style when those went out of style cuz they would wear those with the leggings and they would wear the cut-off uh jean shorts. Yep. Yeah, and they would have and then they would have like a tank or whatever on. It was a good look. It was a little scary though. If if you could go back and talk to your seventh eighth grade self what would you tell it in all honesty yeah and not even what, what it, advice would i'm you not give even yourself? gonna i'm not even gonna be funny on this one one would be take better care of your body two don't ever pick up nicotine ever any form of oh it. yeah the, god that's a nightmare that'd probably be number one those two things take care and the other thing is that I hate this old cliche, but you're, you wish you knew then what you knew now. Oh, yeah. Of course. And that's the hardest part is because there's so many things that you want, you wish you could tell yourself, like, hey, just because no one, you need to pay attention to school. You need to do your homework. 
not because of anything just so you don't look stupid in that in that way when you're in the real world you're trying to do your bills and figures figure out interest rates and figure out this this and that you don't have to like feel stupid and be like sure that sounds great i'll just sign here because i trust you instead of be able to figure it out yourself i think that would be the biggest thing it's, it's take care of yourself because when you get to a certain age where i'm at now like waking up in the morning sucks ass oh god yes it does yeah and that's i think that would be the biggest thing is that tired of getting up and instead of the floor popping and cracking as i'm walking across it's my knees and my ankles and my hips it was like when my son was doing push-ups it was me and me and you and then all of a sudden it was quiet like he's just doing push-ups we heard no pop there was no no sound we we both looked at each other like what's something is not are we not hearing something what what the hell's wrong and like, his, oh, his knees and his back and his elbows aren't popping and cracking. And if you've ever lived with a light sleeper and you do the popping and cracking like that with your body, then it wakes everybody up. Oh, yeah. Every morning, crack as soon as I step on the floor. And I always say, was like, oh, God, that sounds so gross. But I'm sorry my body's falling apart so making me feel, <laughs> feel that way. Yeah. Oh, but, yeah, that'd be, be the, that, that'd be the biggest thing is that, and, that, and it's going to sound kind of cynical, you're not going to have that many friends when you're older. No. So, so don't think that all these people you're friends oh you're not gonna be friends I, like i have i think maybe two from when i was a kid that i'm still friends with your birthday party gets smaller and smaller every year and you don't care no you don't <laughs> no all you want is just your your little bit of peace of quiet on your birthday yeah. before you want to celebrate it let's have a cake people over make a lot of noise but now it's just like hey can we just you know can i just take some nyquil and just go to I sleep just go to bed yeah that would I, make me happy. I would, uh, I would tell myself there's going to be probably six girls that are going to want to have sex with you, and you need to do it because, as I look back now, I didn't do it. I was going to go that route, <laughs> but I, but the whole uh, take care of your body would. I'd be actually happier if I can go back and have sex with all those girls that I had the chance with, or have a body that's normal. I would still take normal body. Oh, not me. Well, yeah. Because why would I want to go back and ruin their nights like I ruin people's nights now? Oh, but it, it you know, you just, it's 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 the hunter-gatherer. You got to hunt it. You know, we went over this before. I know, but if I, it, the only bad problem is if I had the mind tricks that I have now, back then. There'd be a lot of pregnant girls. But see, but see, it's different is, is you have to see them every day at school. It's not like now if you're out in the real world and you meet someone in the bar, you may never see them again or meet them wherever. But at school, you see them every day. Yeah, it's a little weird when you make them do freaky stuff and then have to look at them the next day. You said God wanted this. (laughs) (laughs) That is a true story where one of my friends actually told a girl in order to sleep with her, God would want, want this. And it worked. And it worked. It's still my, and I, I witnessed it. I heard him say it, and <laughs> I was like, "He, no, you can't say that. It's not gonna work. She's gonna be pissed. She's gonna leave." No, he, no. he hit a spot, and then next thing you know, guess what? What? <laughs> Fifteen smooth tender. What does it say? Tender pickup lines That's guaranteed true. to impress. That is hilarious. Oh gosh, one of those, are you are you the SAT? Because I do you for three hours and forty five minutes with a ten minute break in the middle for snacks. <laughs> <laughs> I 
Oh, he's going to have to come back weekly. <laughs> oh, I know. Then we have the little peanut gallery over there yeah. laughing about yeah, it. laughing about every dick joke that pops up. <laughs> he said penis. Randy, he said penis. <laughs> I say, he's over talking about his penis. <laughs> and it's funny is it's because last night, listen, at the sleep, they had to sleep over for the birthday. The things they laughed at was stuff like, like he's pulling up like that. Oh, yeah, of course. We took a Jeep ride, and, you know, when the Jeep, the seatbelt uh, flaps. Yeah. Like, and they were just yeah. like, huh, that sounds like the, huh. <laughs> <laughs> and then one of the kids lifted up his shirt and started smacking on his belly. Like his hands, yeah. like like you know, like uh, I told him. I said, "Your your eyes, you're doing that wrong, right?" I was like, "If you think hitting your belly is going to get a reaction, that's not how it works. Like you need to really pay attention to class. Like they'll teach you how to do this. <laughs> you need to pay attention to health class." But yeah, and yeah, it was just by far as is they think masturbation jokes is by far the funniest things. The other the other thing is if, if I I'm 34 years old, masturbation jokes are still funny. Yes, if I can go back and tell myself something, something else when I was younger, or write a letter to myself, it would just be girls that may be you mean you need to quit chasing the pretty girls. Just find middle of the road because I need to realize then I'm middle of the road. <laughs> you got you get you you were yet to realize your f factor. Yes, because at that moment in time, I should have realized this because I'm trying to chase these nines, eight, nine, tens. If I would have just stayed after in my zone, I probably would have had a hell of a run. You, I learned it learned it when I was older. Older, because everybody else is ignoring them over there. Everybody wants to be over here. Oh, yeah. I don't want to talk to her. No. I want to go talk to these girls like, hey. But then again, they might be looking for that uh, that all-American guy. They're look, They're looking to step up. Yeah, the school. Yeah, exactly. The school of education. Because kids know more about sex now than we ever did. Oh, oh, man, there, you got the internet. There's so much. I mean, you, you just Google. What do you want to see? Google it. The only thing we ever found, how we found out, was we would find someone's dad's porno. Oh yeah, man, old seventies porn stash. Bush galore. Oh, it's look back like, in vogue now. Look, I got alf, with alfalfa and a leg lock, <laughs> yeah. or buckwheat, or whoever it was. Buckwheat and buckwheat. And the and the funny part about it was is you would have a, like three or four of your buddies in there watching a porno, like that's doesn't oh yeah that defeats the point of watching one yeah who's 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 pulling out their dick in front of four buddies I've had that happen once we yeah we masturbation stories oh but it, it, the funny part about it is there was always one asshole would be like boner check boner check and hitching the dick and you're like uh, what are you doing uh, I always wonder if that guy turned out to be gay you. Do you, do you ever watch uh, Daniel Tosh, Tosh Point Yeah, absolutely. Did you see the episode where uh, he made him and uh, four four other guys pop a Viagra and then sit there and watch gay porn yeah. to see which one would pop? <laughs> and they sit in with like four hours and nobody ever got a nobody ever got a boner. Just anxiety alone, you wouldn't need, just the fact of being around a bunch of well random dudes. Yeah, <clears throat> yeah, and that's the biggest thing is about it is is. Now it's easier to learn about sex, but it's also very dangerous. You're reading it off Google, like, "Oh, what is this?" And they look it up. Yeah, it's like it's like trying to. Anytime you go to WebMD to search your, uh, to search your, um, what the fuck? Start the sex, case for starting right. sex education in kindergarten. 
that's re- I, I got mine will be in kindergarten next year. There's could you, no way. But could you imagine this? So they raise their hand and they and then they're like, "Yes, um, I, anybody has any questions, no matter what it is, feel free to ask us." This is in kindergarten. Is it okay to stick my crayon in my hoo hoo? <laughs> <laughs> I got you know I got I got two little girls, and they you know they know that you know they have a vagina and daddy has a penis. They've never seen it, but it's it's like they're almost obsessed with because I'll have on like a pair of shorts or something, you know, and your package sticks out a little bit. They'll come out and go, "What's that?" and point at it. I'm like, you, "That's nothing. That's nothing. <laughs> you don't need, you know." And I'm just I'm just afraid that it's that one day where they go to school and they're like, "My daddy has a penis," and they go, "Well, I fucking hope so." Oh, that yeah, and that and that and because before I remember. When we're my, I have two boys, and they would just throw them in the shower with me, and just you know, we instead of taking a bath, get them in. I would help shower them, get them done, get them in, get them out. Now, I, when my son takes a shower, he locks the bathroom door and he goes and locks his room. Like, it, what he doesn't understand is when I was in seventh and eighth grade, the fucking PE teacher used to hand us towels out when we came out of the shower. Yeah. When you're a little kid, you're thinking, "Oh, I just make sure we take a shower." Yeah. Think about it. He stood. Two feet from the oh, door, yeah. handed us a towel. Yep. Do you shower? Do you shower? Yeah. And that was mortifying because you're like, you see these dudes that matured so much faster than you. And all of a sudden you're just seeing, holy shit. He might have been held back two grades though. Yeah. Like, so I'm 13 and I'm 13 in seventh grade and he's 16. He's driving, parking next to the principal. He's. <laughs> <laughs> failed sixth grade like oh man these prices on these licenses are just getting more and more expensive these tags <coughs> but we have to be proactive in all serious we have to be proactive with our kids we have to let them know i mean my wife gets upset because sometimes i expose kids to them expose things to them but i think it's better for us to do that because if you take a sheltered kid take that sheltered pentecostal kid or whatever kid, whatever homeschool kid, and you throw him out there in the real, real world and how it really is, it can blow their mind. Oh, for sure. There, there's just there's too much. What's that Amish thing they do, where they, oh, um, um, where they go to the city for so long? Yeah, they like what's well, when they turn eighteen, they or let 16, them go out, 18 or whatever, something like that, where they let them go out for so many months. Yeah, and um, they go, yeah, they go crazy. Let them experience the real world, and they all go crazy and get. You know, high as hell on drugs and out drinking. Some of them never come back. No, hell no, they never come back. That's a lot of fun. Could you imagine that, though, if that's how you were brought up and all of a sudden you just dropped in the middle of Indianapolis? You just dropped in. Oh, yeah. And and they meet someone like us, but I'll show you the way. Yeah. Yeah. They end up rehab or on some reality show with Dr. Drew. Or they end up with my favorite quote, which is. We need to get some coke. <laughs> she just that that was that was a bad night at a strip club. It's I rum apologize. Springa? I think it's yeah, rum springer. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh yeah. my goodness, that was great. But yeah, and I just think we got to get some coke. No, no, man, they just brought me one she, to the table. She, she just no, re- she just we got to re- get some coke. Check, please, table two. <laughs> that, is a, uh, that is a story. We'll fill you in at a later date. That was a great. That was a great good was, time. <laughs> that was. Uh, don't ever let your bet one of your best friends say, "Hey, can I get a hundred dollars out of your account?" And yeah, give, give and text him your uh, pin number. Yeah, yeah. Because all the stuff. Because that was 
<laughs> and then on the way home to try to get paid back, and he can't remember his own PIN number to his bank. vaguely, vaguely remember going to that ATM. That was that was that was a hell of a birthday night. Yeah, he was hanging out the side trying to t- type in numbers like it won't work. So that was entertaining. But yeah, we have to we have to start. We have to. We can't wait. We can't think. And parents cannot think that's my little Johnny would not do that. Yeah, because it's you're going to. I mean, I, I've got <clears throat> you know a couple. Well, one preacher buddy. And just thinks that his daughter is, you know, wouldn't wouldn't do any, you know, wouldn't do anything that's not, you know, for God and for the Bible, and and you know that chicks out there are just going ape shit because that's how he thinks. Does it make you think about the girl Footloose, the original one? God, I barely even remember that movie. Oh, Kevin Bacon was dreaming that. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. They wouldn't let him play his cassette and his Volkswagen. Yeah, and dance. Why can't? That that movie just makes no sense to me. You you can't dance. That's stupid. As yeah, as I'm older, I went back and watched that movie probably when I was like 15 or 16. I was like, "What the fuck? You mean they can't dance?" Yeah, <laughs> dancing leads to sex. No, it's dancing. Yeah, yeah. No drugs, alcohol. You know, peer pressure leads to those things, not dancing. Yeah, like I just couldn't believe that. I was just like. I just want to dance. All the all the dancing at Burning Man and chicks asking for morning after pills. Yeah, I actually I actually saw that someone sent a screenshot of their text and said uh, and said <laughs> I went to the medic to look for I think it's called Plan B. I think it's called Plan. I don't yeah. I don't know, but it's called Plan B, and they actually went there to try to get it at the tent. That, that's that's in case people are I don't know <clears throat> I would think that 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 the health center at Burning Man is probably strictly for people ODing on ecstasy heroin you know whatever. Not hey I boned some dude with an, in a John Mayer T-shirt. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> the condom broke. And that, that's just yeah I mean was you a big concert guy? Um no not really. I mean, I, I, I've been to several, I guess, but I mean, as a kid, you know, living that far South, it, I mean, you know, that was t- over a two hour drive to get to, you know, Deer Creek at the time to go to any kind of concert. I mean, we probably could have went to Louisville, but you didn't go to Louisville. <laughs> that, we did. Oh, uh, we didn't. What was the last concert you went to? Uh, Guns N' Roses. Cincinnati. It was a fucking badass show. I can't even name the last one. Like, I don't, I just, I think the last one they had was at a nursing home that my mom worked at. Yeah. They just had some, no, the last one I went to was with, uh, I'm sorry, Ryan. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 I consider that a concert, right? Uh, live, it's, I, last yeah, time I saw I mean, live, live music. music. Yeah. I mean, before, you know, I think that before the Guns N' Roses concert, I would say the last probably five concerts I've been to were probably Kid Rock. So you went through all of his phases from like where he was a like a ball with a ball to I'm, oh yeah I'm Bob Seger's son. I mean, I, the fr- I think the first time, well, the first time I ever saw Kid Rock live would have been in '01, uh, and we took a um, oh a big van, cargo van, from Terre Haute to Detroit to be in a Kid Rock music video. And you talk about it was a flat out party 
with 10,000 people. I mean, just 10,000 drunk people, chicks, no shirts on. I mean, it's like 37 degrees outside. We were freezing. And girls are walking around with no tops on. The security for Kid Rock at that video shoot was the Hells Angels. And they are a rough bunch of dudes. I've heard that. <laughs> it was it was insane. It was the there were cops patrolling, you know, but they they didn't come anywhere near the stage or the crowd. They more or less just drove around just to make sure nobody was killing each other. Just make sure there's no bodies on the lawn. Yeah. Oh yeah. It was it was so bad. There were so many people, and they had you packed so so close to the stage. You know, just to really get that full crowd look, you know, everybody's partying and having a good time that the crowd started to sway back and forth, left and right. And you had you you either had to move with them or you were going to get trampled. And it was I mean, not just like, you know, a couple feet like you would literally go to the left six, seven feet and back to the right six or seven feet. And you just kept doing that the entire time until like that little shot sequence was done. That's that's attractive. <laughs> Just brag it. So is that one of the reasons you think you became fans of certain bands and want to go to concerts because of the debauchery that happened at them? Uh, no. I mean, I've always... I mean, even before that, I mean, I was a fan. I mean, I just... You know, he was a kind of rough rough dude, and that was, that was my shit. Yeah, I liked when Kid Rock's first album came out. And then after that, I just kind of quit listening to mainstream music because it sounded like the same. Well, but when I really blame Limp Biscuit for a lot of the things in this world that went wrong. Oh Jesus! I listen. I mean, I was I was a lit, that first album. I know. You know, I mean, it had a lot of hard stuff on it. I mean, well, not hard stuff, but just kind of crazy, you know, music. But I mean, at the time when the Kid Rock album came out, I mean, I literally listened to Kid Rock, Pink Floyd. Led Zeppelin, the Beatles. I mean, it was, you know, I really never really listened to mainstream music other than that. Fucking Nickelback. You've been to a Nickelback concert, haven't you? Um, I fucking admit it to, right now on the show. Um, it was Stained. Um, the dude that was on American Idol, uh, Chris Daughtry, and Nickelback. I'm coming home. But I, you know, we I can't remember who we went with somebody. They wanted to go. Were those and free tickets, Stain or did you playing. actually purchase those? tickets? I didn't pay for those tickets. Not All that right. I, not that I remember anyway. All right, I just want to make sure. <clears throat> Fucking Nickelback. I want to be a rock star. He has a man perm. Dude, every damn song sounds the fucking same. Chad, well, I think it's Chad Kruger. Is the lead singer? Is thing? it Kruger or Kroger? So it looks like Kroger. Who cares? I don't know. But the, and I know everybody hates on Nickelback now, but I could not stand them when they came out. Just couldn't. There's something about Canadians acting like they're a hard rock band. A. What What are they upset about? Creed. You know you had Creed album too. <laughs> no, I I. Uh, I had the first one. I enjoyed the first one. We 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 have a guest that will be on this podcast that. <clears throat> at least once a week sends me an audio text of him talking like Scott Stamp. Scott, have you caught up? Have you seen, have you, have you seen him on Twitter? 
Uh-uh. You need to go look at him on Twitter. Like when you go there, and he's uh, he's had some drug drinking problems or whatever it was. Yeah, they didn't that how why Creed broke up is because he was getting so drunk on stage you you couldn't understand him. I mean, you couldn't understand him to begin with, but that he's drunk. I think it was bad. Like about when, half swallowing his tongue. They Creed actually has their own. Twitter page is the official Twitter page of Creed. How many followers they have? Ninety-seven point six. That's it. No. Oh, <laughs> almost a million. Oh, yeah, almost yeah, a million. Yeah. I can't believe there's that many Creed fans. I won't take Scott Stapp. Scott Stapp actually has more followers than his band. Ain't that usually <laughs> how it works though? <laughs> But no, I mean it's just it's amazing how these certain signs these these music uh, uh, genres come through. Then all of a sudden, and the funny part is right here. It, sorry to digress here, but I just looked at this picture. It says Scott Stapp, the voice of Creed. Like okay, so that, just just put. I mean that's the only reason that they're going going to listen to you. So you play Creed fucking songs. Yeah, oh yeah. But in um, but didn't his band start? A different band and they have miles kennedy which is the lead singer of um uh slash slash's new band isn't he wouldn't he the lead singer of the band that formed out of creed without scott stab i think that's i think that's who it was because he oh, he's got an amazing voice that dude can just scream Actually, the there's another band that came out during that time down from the Florida area area right before Creed. It was called Seven Mary Three. Yeah, I That's, remember that. That was the ones that you, at one point in time that was like they talked about God and a bunch of weird stuff too. Yeah, I just remember the band. I don't really remember their songs. You don't remember their songs? No, I don't think so. I'm trying to think. Let's see if let's pull one up. Here, I got one right here. You got one? Yeah. Oh, hang on. Oh, cumbersome. Yeah, cumbersome. Yeah. Whoa, the water's edge. They um, cumbersome yeah. was their cumbersome was their Let's big hit. That you're writing freaking ads on YouTube. If we're gonna do this. We might as well just pay for the ad-free version. Yeah, we might as well. There's another nice rock and roll gritty video starting. Yeah, yeah, it's the same shit that. They're There's your the van. <laughs> yeah, that's a, that's that is about like what it looked like when we took the Detroit. The old Connellods van. Yeah, Connell line. <laughs> it's just, it's it's like the same video entrance to every other '90s grunge video. There's no color in this video whatsoever. It's all black and white. <laughs> a black and white. The water's edge. Cumbersome. That's their other song is Cumbersome. Yeah. yeah. This takes a hell of an intro here. We're, we are now 50 seconds in and there hasn't been a single instrument played. Unless you're Michael Jackson, just start playing the fucking video. Yeah. We don't, I mean, we're not trying to make a, we're not trying to win an Oscar with these. No. They all start with that big riff. Bah, bah, bah. Oh, yeah. And they all sound like there's changing the voice. Now there's the bleak uh, house. <laughs> it is, it is, I don't even know what that was. 
see they how, all have see the it. same voice. Yeah, so I heard him first, then when I heard Creed, I thought they were the same band. Oh. Uh. See, look, short hair, Scott. I don't know. Oh, if, yeah. I don't know if Creed just stole their style or what. Oh, exactly. but they're from the same area down in uh, Florida. But it's like every other '90s video or band all had the same, that same Scott Stapp voice, and just I don't even know. Like, how, how often do you, do you see? Voice? How often do you see a bass player playing down in the snow by the water's by edge? The water's edge. Hey, babe, where are you going? I'm gonna go play the bass I'm by go, the water's I'm gonna go edge. Practice down by the water. That's it, awesome. It's 10 degrees outside. It'll be all right, though. <laughs> no, I actually like them. Like, I had their acoustic. Um, I had a friend that worked at a radio station, and he actually gave me the, almost like the EP. So it would have the regular song, and then it would have him do an acoustic version of it. Oh, yeah. So yeah. I liked 7 Mary 3. I really enjoyed them a lot. The uh, cumbersome video. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. I remember this. People smoking heaters in a diner. Uh huh. Back when you could smoke in a bar. Here, sit at this bar. Act happy. Act like you're enjoying this. People in his video. Once again, bass player, real long hair. Oh, uh, yeah. It just blows yeah. my mind. Jesus. Hey, we got a band playing for you tonight. They're going to play some happy music here. <laughs> I have become. <laughs> so it just, it's funny. It just, it's, and the reason that I brought up some of that was because you said, what would you tell your younger self? And I would just be like, explore all the music you can. Oh yeah, I and mean, don't and don't follow what everybody else is listening to. Don't be that douchebag. I mean, I I remember being into rap music at one point in time. You say you say like I was into rap music. Oh, I was into rap music. I like to listen to the rap a little bit, a little Nelly. I just I just cannot imagine. I just cannot imagine the um, the rap music that you listen to. Man, it was a lot of oh, I listened to Ja Rule. It's murder. <laughs> you are a commercial hip hop artist fan, and it makes um, me sad. What was oh man? Who was the other? Um, oh, who's um? Oh, I can't even think of it now. I can't even think of the, I can't even think of the words. I just remember we would have you know I had the the big speakers and the subs and you know. Always had. I mean, my first first car was a '89 uh, Ford Ranger. Uh, Ranger, Ford Ranger, five speed single cab, two ten inch uh, competition kickers behind the seat, knees in the dash, but had to have the speakers. And then from that on, I, I found the love of fifteens. You probably remember more about that than you do of like stuff with your family don't you oh yeah man it was it was amazing man i had i had the neon light mounted in the cab that every time the bass hit it went off a different way depending on how hard the bass hit was oh so cheesy and on the five speed had the neon on the on the on the gear shifter 
turn that dude up, but it wasn't battery ran, so you had to have a cord that ran from ran from the top of the gear shift into the cigarette lighter. So you always had a cord beating and banging around. <clears throat> but yeah, I mean, I I uh, I definitely was a uh, uh, a, a boom commercial boom. A boom boom guy commercial uh, rap fan, I guess. So I have something I stumbled upon today. That gave me at least half hour of enjoyment. <laughs> okay. It is a song by Corey Feldman of Lost Boys and Goonies. Yeah? He has his own band. Really? Yeah. He has for a while. And he, he did a song. And the guest person on, on, on the album or on the song, it, it's, it's fucking Snoop Dogg. <laughs> I swear to you. I, it- I swear to you. Is it good? No, it's not. <clears throat> oh, I gotta find it. But you could watch this video, and it's actually, um, yeah, it's Corey. Yeah, Corey Feldman. He spells. Oh, there it is. <laughs> it's. Yeah, I guess he was on the Today Show and sang this song. Really? It's, it's actually called Yeah, Go for It. But no, play the music video right there. Right, the third one. one. Okay. <laughs> play the music video. And this dude is by far. Oh, it's already starting out amazing. I've watched this five times today. This will be the sixth. <laughs> wow. What is he doing? He looks like he's trying to fly. He's playing oh, dual. He's playing dual, air piano. Dual air pianos. Oh. Oh, you have. If you are listening to this, you have to go to YouTube. Go for it. <laughs> Search Go For It featuring Snoop Dogg by Corey Feldman. He's he's dancing like Michael Jackson. It's the official video. You know he used to spend time with Michael Jackson at the Neverland Neverland Ranch. Yeah, when he was a little kid. I know. He's got he probably has some Michael in him. Oh Jesus. This is horrible. Oh. But Snoop doesn't appear in the video, he's just on the song. Well, yeah, well, you wouldn't want to want people to know. Snoop's in everything. He doesn't care. He's just high. like no one's threatened by him anymore. He's high. Like he was on trial for murder and he scared people, and now everybody's like, "Oh, it's just Snoop." Yeah, come yeah. on in. Just sit down. You can spend the night. Yeah, yeah. Well, he's <clears throat> which <laughs> brings me to the marijuana makes you skinny. Yeah, he's living proof of that. Yeah, I mean, he's been smoking for years, and he's like. Skinny as a rail, like he works out. That dude doesn't work out. And he coaches kids football too, by the way. He has his own Snoop League. Yeah, he has his own league. Yeah, I thought he was just part of. He's like a part owner of the of a, like a Pee Wee League. It's uh, season. So his son was playing at uh, USC or UC USC. I think he stopped playing, and then because he actually went, his son actually went to school with. Um, Dana White's kids in that Las Vegas, like the prep school. Oh, yeah, yeah. Uh, I saw that. I can't even think of the name of that. But it has to be hard knowing that, like, being a father and then being a celebrity father, being known for weed, going to parent-teacher conference. Oh, yeah. I wonder how many people get hit up or hit him up. Or how many people try to give him the speech, like, well, we just don't know if it's a good environment. Yeah, yeah. He's like, well, I never smoke around him. Like, sir, like, we just saw, like, 15 different videos of you smoking. He could just... (laughs) He can just hit this little thing. It's called a phone, and it'll pour it right up. Yeah, he's got. There's on uh, Netflix. 
there are you know of course on netflix they have the the whole documentary you know of course i'm big on the documentary so of course i've watched every that's because you don't understand actual movies i just i'd rather learn something than just have you watch something fictional but they have um the uh snoop dog um he goes to uh jamaica and it's just like it's when he came back as snoop lion and but they followed him down there and he does like an album down there and you see him they're in the studio and there's probably 10 people around him and everybody has their own joint and they're just passing them all in a big circle i right, see see after that that's why i want them to um legalize pot you know i really want them to why so all the potheads shut the fuck up what's going to happen when they legalize it they're not going they don't have to go out in the streets with their signs no more they don't have to bitch and complain like they're actually gonna be like oh we got what we want and then they're gonna realize the government's gonna come in tax the fuck out of it and then that weed that used to be a dime bag is going to be here in about five years gonna be a hundred dollars uh i don't i don't think it will really well i mean you look at alcohol it all I mean, depends on what state gonna, you're in, though. They're gonna, well, yeah, but they're you're still not gonna be. You know, you don't pay. I mean, a hundred. I mean, a, a the big bottle of Grey Goose here is like I want to say sixty eight dollars. If you go to South Carolina, it's seventy eight. So well, I mean, you're, but you're still not gonna have. Well, also is the government doesn't actually own some of the distilleries. Like they actually own like nicotine farms where they're gonna own some of these cannabis farms. Yeah. Then if they own them, then they're gonna be able to regulate the price on them. Yeah, but I don't. I mean, I don't see the government getting in the weed game. No, they will. Think I about don't it. Think so? They're not in alcohol. Yeah, they make pretty good. They make. Well, yeah, they make. I mean, they make tax money off of it, but they're still. You're you're gonna get to a point where because right now it's still taboo. You know, it's still it's still te- it's still illegal. It's still a Schedule One drug, but you're going to get to a point where it's like alcohol and one day you're going to look back and your kids are going to go, this was illegal. Why? You know how mad the cartels would be if they actually make this legal. Well, they said the, um, like the cartels in Mexico have started to shift to, uh, different drugs because they, there's no point in bringing the weed in anymore because they're bringing in shit weed and you can go to Colorado and get, you know, 26% THC in a bud when, you know, you, they can't, you can't do that and ship that across the border. When I was in Lake Tahoe, California, I know it's Lake Tahoe, Nevada, California, because there's the borders right there. Yeah. But I was working in, uh, in the California side and they actually said if I wanted to get my card, the guy that I was helping there, he said he could help me get it. And I'm just like, it's that easy? He's like, yeah, no problem. I got to know this doctor. Just going to tell him that, you know, you're flying back and forth from Indiana to California, having a bunch of anxiety. And then I know the guy that'll be able to help you out, and I'll take the distillery to get it. And I'm like, Jesus. Oh, yeah. It's, it's way too easy. Cal- California screwed up the medical <clears throat> game because they made it so – they made it such a joke to get your medical marijuana card that I feel that that is what's hurting everybody everywhere else because everybody knows how big of a joke it is in California. Well, and and look, well, California fucks up a lot of things. Yeah. I just want to, I just want, want that to be known. <laughs> I spent some time out there and like certain parts, like I was, you know, San Francisco was a great city. I spent some time there. I really enjoyed it. 
but other other parts of it, some of the other people, they're just known world. Yeah, it's 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 a different. It is a different place. Those guys came to work high all the time. Oh yeah, I mean, I, there, there's there's stories of guys going into. Um, well, for example, they're on the. I can't remember where Venice, maybe. Um, on the boardwalk, there was a little a little shop. I heard a comedian talking about this, and they were. It was like medical marijuana card, hundred and fifty bucks. And they say you walk in, and there's just a guy sitting behind a desk in uh, just a room, and you walk up and tell him I'm having problems sleeping. All right, here you go. Here's your prescription, hundred and fifty bucks. So anybody could get one, and it totally screwed everything up for everybody else. Well, here's. And, and back to that is this is why this I think it is kind of important because right now for a lot of the pain we fight a lot of the, we fight a lot of the pains in the United States with opiates. Yeah, and it's <clears throat> and it's then going the pro- crazy. And yeah, thinking about cutting the the um, the amount down that they actually make and release. Well, it's if you're if like like if you go to the ER, they're only the most that they're trying to give give you like a seven day supply. Not, oh, not a month. That. Yeah, well, that's the most at it, the ER. Yeah, I mean, if you go to a doctor, I mean, it's obviously probably different. But from an no, ER, they're even trying to cut that down too. Unless really? you're diagnosed with chronic pain, yeah, then that's different because 165,000 Americans lose their lives every year because of opiates. Yeah, and in the states where you've got <clears throat> some form of um, marijuana. Like the opioid over overdose and um, <coughs> usage have dropped. Overdose deaths overdose deaths are down like twenty five percent. The usage, as far as doctors having to prescribe, has dropped. Like when you when you when you can fix your pain naturally. These big big pharma's like they're pissed. Yeah, and then that's and that's exactly what it says is basically the drug makers have vowed they are combating the addiction epidemic, but so a lot of the watchdog groups said they're not. They're just late. They're trying to push through delays and stuff like that. Because what's happening is we've had uh, two people have died of what fentanyl this year celebrities prince was one and somebody else was another one um yeah prince god what was the other guy's name i can't think of it but no. i mean china china the wrestler died of like basically um she had some xanax i mean she it wasn't it wasn't suicide she actually accidentally overdosed this is like he he's led he yeah. accidentally overdosed like i, I worry about this a lot Brittany, for my um, yeah what's her name i worry about this a lot for myself because you know i take some of these things every day and it's the scariest thing in the world yeah it's like shit did i take this at six o'clock shit yeah i don't feel i have so many many prescriptions that yeah it's i mean it's very easy i mean i can see all these accidental but this is what happened though is in certain parts here in indiana was is those pain clinics yeah they fucking pill count you i love that that way if you're selling your shit they're gonna know oh yeah and then all of a sudden people got caught selling their shit then the doctors got caught for you know getting their dick sucked for oh (laughs) here you go here's 180 here's 240 they're fucking ten dollars ten dollars a pill and you have 240 yeah who's not gonna do that you can make more and then when that well dried up you can get black tar heroin in some parts of the state for five fucking dollars. Oh yeah, yeah, that was that was a big thing. You could get you could get more black tar heroin 
for the same for the same price as you could get one little bitty pill because pills dried up yeah the pills dried up then all of a sudden is and these pill clinics are kicking you out because they know the game that you're running so and the problem with that is though that then that's when in scott county that's when the aids epidemic broke out yeah, everybody's sharing pe- needles. Yeah, because they're like, how do we combat this? But there's no way. But if you go in a rehab center, if you go in this, people didn't have the fucking money or insurance for this. Now, dude, I just saw the other day where Canada legalized heroin. I read it. It was. I, I'm not even shitting you. Because I, I read it and I thought, no way. Can we have a, and I, and can I we could have a, be wrong. Can we have the producers check that, please? Because I, I, I remember reading it and I thought, there's no way. Because half this but fucking they state said, would be empty right now. They said to combat... They, to combat it, they wanted to legalize it and have safe spaces for them to come and use it to try to get them off of it. But if they didn't want to get off of it, they had a safe place to use it. I could I could be completely wrong, but I, I, I remember I read a little bit of it. I was in a hurry. I may not have. What's it say? It's for medical use. They still legalized heroin. It's still for medical use, though. Yeah, but you're still gonna. You can't go down to fucking quick or um, Carl, whatever that Carl Horton. I didn't say they were gonna. They were producing it and selling it. I just said they legalized it. Yeah, can I get some of the? uh, (laughs) Let me get some of that black tar. Let me get some of that dragon tail over there. (laughs) I'm gonna be chasing it. Chase the dragon. But but what what the problem is though when I was put on it and and I have no problem sharing this. I don't care. I share with everybody. But you don't understand what it does. You don't understand if you take this stuff for 30 days, 60 days, 90 days, a year, and then if you try to stop taking it. Oh, you're fucked. I didn't know that. You'd be, that's the worst flu you'll ever have in your life. All I know is I could finally walk better after when I had it. I can walk better. I can actually function. And then, but you don't realize that it regulates your life. And then, yeah, I mean, you, back to the weed thing is you don't have to smoke it. There's other ways you can in, separate well, it and be able to help with, with the chronic pain. With, 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 uh, but with I don't, weed, but I don't smoke. I just, there's no, you know, there's no, there's no, there's no addiction. Random drug test coming. Like you can't, like, again, there's only 10% of the world that is actually, um, your body it will will actually allow you to get addicted to marijuana but it's not a physical addiction it's all mental you can't you don't withdraw off pot that's every other drug your xanax your volume your vicodin your whatever you will always have withdrawals from it yeah caffeine you will have some physical type of withdrawal from everything except for weed yeah I mean, and, you, and and yet it's and yet it's a Schedule One drug. But well, there's been a lot of propaganda against it, saying it makes you lazy, it makes you stupid. And if you're lazy on pot, you're going to be lazy anyway. Yeah, I mean, the only thing you're not going to be lazy on is if they give you a, a huge upper. Yeah, like a steroid or something. the The only the only downfall I see with pot is a distraction. The short term memory loss you get while you're high because once once you come down like you you're you don't you don't have that like they said you know that was always the big you know as the reefer madness but you don't the only and i mean this is they did i mean are you talking about the 1950s video about reefer madness yeah well that's where everything that's where everything stems from i know it's all this stupid reefer madness shit and and who created that the government there you go because they knew they knew back then that it, it it didn't it didn't hurt you 
but it was it, it was made to be aimed to get to get rid of black people and Mexicans. That's why. That, I mean, that's it. Didn't even used to be called marijuana. It was always called cannabis, but they the word marijuana made it sound more Mexican. So they started with, I mean, they even spelled it different. It was like, it had a, like an H in it instead of a J. And then just over time it changed. But before, before all that started, it was always called cannabis, which now there's a big push to get back to calling it cannabis all the time. Not getting rid of the stigma of weed, of skunk, of pot. Like they strictly want to call it cannabis. It, it just it's weird i'd rather have somebody smoke some weed and then instead of drinking a fifth of whiskey and get behind a wheel car yeah i mean they've they've said in these states that that have legalized it recreationally that the amount of wrecks and uh duis have dropped dramatically i think in some of the other countries uh, foreign countries i think that's had this for a while i think some of their crime has actually went down yeah. Think about it. If you can buy things legally, then there's no reason for you to try to get it illegally. Yeah, there's no gang. I mean, there's, there's, no there's, there's, there's still going to be some theft, obviously. You're going to walk in oh, yeah. and stuff like that. But I think what the problem is, is is there is a lot of scare tactics. There is a lot of things to say, if you do this, this will do it to you. But we put a lot of people in medicine. We don't know. We don't know the um, we don't know the side effects of it. Oh, every day. I mean, that's the, like I talked to a, uh, a doctor in uh, Florida one time and uh, he was from uh, Denver. And he had been a doctor for, I want to say, like 20-some years. And he still could have been practicing, but he said he got tired and fed up with all the, all the bullshit that goes along with being a doctor and, you know, all these pharmaceutical companies shoving this shit down your throat, wanting you to get people on it. And he said, he goes, I finally had had enough. He's like, I refer to it as the medical mafia. He's like, he goes, the, art, the medical industry in the United States is not meant to help people. It's meant to make money. Yeah, we're looking on this. Uh, it's called the Weed Blog. And, and you get an herbal, clean, an herbal clean, get clean, one step, one day, guaranteed. I don't know if that's for health or pass the test, actually. But it's probably to pass the test. A lot of that shit, though, they check for that. But what I'm saying is Don, Donald Trump um, says he'll, you know, he'll support medical marijuana without federal interference. But he keeps... He but, keeps backstepping, and then he's like, he's like, oh, I would, you know. Now it's, of course, the big thing now is they're all like, well, we want, you know, we want to see the, um, you know, the scientific results, and we want to know, you know, we want to see the test done, we want to see all this. We can't fucking test it. Schedule one. Like if I'm dying of if I'm dying of cancer, which I know it'll just a matter of time, uh, with the track record that family <laughs> history is, if you welcome it. If you slide into it, then you know that it'll be a, when you get the news, you won't be a shock. But I'd rather have something that's going to make me not be fucking zoned out. Oh, yeah. I'm talking about like if you're taking On the oxys and yeah. everything else that they're going to put And plus, I don't want to be you. constipated either. Yeah. None's worse than dying and you can't shit. <laughs> and you're taking a shit and it's like forcing a baby head with wood in it out your asshole. <laughs> yeah. <clears throat> yeah they no. uh the uh eric clapton went back in the day when he was a big heroin junkie he said he remembered times where he would have to try to take a shit and he would have to literally stick his hand up there and try to pull it out because he was so constipated from it see there's things like that that he can share because he's eric clapton yeah Any one of us share that they're like what you stuck your hand up your ass <laughs> exactly when did you do this yeah because i'm a why guy like why'd you do this when did you do this uh-huh 
So Can no. I shake your hand now. <laughs> Did you wash? That's the old, well. That's the old thing I heard that the other day was is if no one's in the bathroom, do you actually wash your hands? Yeah. How how do I know that? You're just saying it. Um, but has there been a time when you've been into a public bathroom? I can and saw somebody shit. And no, not no, wash no, no. That you haven't washed your hands. Oh no. Oh, dude, I've been into some of these restrooms where I'm afraid to touch the toilet to flush it, and then the sink looks your just foot. as bad as the toilet. I use my foot. How am I supposed to turn the sink on? It's like use your foot. You stick your foot up there and turn fucking, it. On. It was this tall. I'm a little more flexible than you. No, actually, I'm really flexible when you got on, <laughs> but I had on skinny jeans. <laughs> oh bullshit! <laughs> <laughs> no I, bullshit on that one. No, it was at it was at a uh, what we call a hood strip club. Oh, was I there? No. No, this place has been closed down for prostitution and selling of drugs illegally. Oh, they found out? Yeah, it was by one of our national monuments in uh, Indianapolis. Re- oh. The Speedway. Yeah. <laughs> no, I wasn't in that one. No, no. I stuck out stuck out bad enough being in there myself. Oh, yeah. Like You ever seen like when the screech or the record just stops? That was when I walked in. Because there was other white dudes in there, but they had on FUBU hats. You know? Yeah. Like they, were. like, they were like, these guys want to be us. I walked in with a corduroy jacket on, um, a, polo, um, a polo sweater, and a button-up shirt. I looked like a math teacher. <laughs> <laughs> it was a sw- oh, polo sweater vest. They thought you were the FBI. They're like, oh, there's an arc. Yeah. And there was a guy across the stage staring at me. Just kept staring at me. And I was with uh, two of my friends that happened to be black. Thank God. Or I wouldn't have got out of there. Yeah. And he just kept staring at me and staring at me. I just got, I've never been more nervous in my life. But if you get a chance, go to an inner city club. It's a lot more fun. <laughs> I bet. Like, I, the lady called me a gentleman. Because I sat on my hands like you're supposed to. She's like, what the fuck are you doing? I'm like, sitting on my hands. She's like, oh, that, where you go? We don't do that here. Oh, Jesus. Yeah. and it, But yeah. And then they had literally the pervert room or back room, whatever you want to call it. There was, <laughs> it was all open. <laughs> what? Like you could see, like, you know, like when you go to other ones, you've been there, right? Yeah. So, <laughs> <laughs> and so like I could see my buddy up at the top up there. I'm like, uh-oh. And you don't know, and you just see girls going in and out with dudes from outside the establishment back in. Dude, we had, I went on my, um, I guess on my bachelor party night, and we went to the strip club first, and we weren't going to be there for very long. We were just trying to kill time. And uh, so a buddy of mine decides he wants to get the champagne room. It was like 150 bucks for like, I don't know, hour and a half or something like that. And so we'd been there for like, I don't know, 45 minutes. And everybody was like, all right, man, let's go to the bar. Let's go to the bar. Had our limo sitting there waiting on us. And uh, we can't find him. And so everybody, I mean, you know, it's a strip club. It's not, I mean, there's not a lot of rooms, you know. There's like two rooms. And uh, so I remember walking back towards where you get lap dances. And I just kind of, out of the corner of my eye, happened to see this little side room, this little champagne room or whatever. And I was like, oh, shit. So I kind of back up. I'll be damned. There he is sitting there. And this chick has one leg on the couch, the other up on the wall and is shaking that thing right in front of his face. I'm going, dude, come on. We got to go. We got to go. And he keeps looking at me and I'm like, 
yo, waving at him. Like, let's go, dude. And he just always raises his hands up. Give me that finger like, one minute, bro. <laughs> I'm busy. <laughs> finally, about 20 minutes later, man, he finally came up out of there. I was like, what do you think he was going to do? Get laid? Yeah, I don't know if you know this, but the girls at the strip clubs, they're nice because they want... They want your money. Yeah. What's your rule at the strip club? What's my rule? Yeah, what's your rule? Spend as much as possible. Them bitches want to come home with me. I thought it was, if you're not hotter than my wife, there's no need for you to talk to me. Oh, yeah, yeah, there's that one, too. Yeah, you said 33 times. I was lit. Those, those, that was a bad night, though. Those, but, uh, there was no girl. You know, usually, I mean, there's at least a, at least a couple in there that are, you know, fairly decent looking. There was zero that night. There was one. I saw her when we walked in. Never saw her again. That had to have been like open mic night or something because I swear that one chick was pregnant. <laughs> and then when, and then when they had them on stage, she started rubbing her belly. Oh, I was like, it's, it's, we gotta go. I'm in the back, rub them stretch marks, baby. You're turning me on. She's putting cocoa butter on there. <laughs> cocoa butter. No, that's so that's it's very interesting. But no, it's we we have to make some changes regarding the medicine and all that, and make sure. I always feel like we're over medicating, especially our kids. Yeah, I mean, I think I think so. Is they're hyper. Put them on Adderall. No, they're just fucking if they're hyper. if they're I hyper, run a little more. I like yeah, he, you know he's a little hyper and stuff like that. When we had to put him on Adderall, then you see him fucking choke down two twenty ounce cokes. <laughs> yeah, I don't know why he's so hyper. He's got the caffeine. Yeah, then they're on the they're putting a pound of fucking sugar on their cereal. Yeah, hey man, you eat regular Cheerios, you got to put sugar on it. No, you don't. Oh, it makes it so much better. I just don't put milk in it. Oh, that's weird. No, I just, you know, like, I got the habit from, you know, when you have kids, you just put the little fucking Cheerios in the bag for the kids. Oh, yeah. And then and then after they get all over your car, because they don't eat any of them, then you just sit there and eat them. Not from the actual car. No. <clears throat> well, that wraps up another episode of SmugCast. Um, for all you nerds out there, we have the uh, BJ's Nerdist Picks of the Week. All right, my pick of the week is basically it's not it's about a movie that doesn't even come out till 2018. It's the solo film Batman that'll star Ben Affleck. He actually actually name who's going to be playing um, Jim Gordon's going to be J.K. Simmons as Commissioner Gordon. Obviously, Deathstroke is going to be in it, but obviously you will see these guys first. You'll see them maybe may reappear in actually in Justice League, which will be out November 17, 2017. Obviously directed by Zack Snyder. And the Batman DVD Blu-ray is out with the 30 extra minutes. If you actually do watch it, it it ties the movie together just a little bit better. But it is a little bit more violent. So just if you do watch it with your kids, just remember it's a a little bit more violent, even more than the film that it was. So that is my nerd picks of the week. All right. I guess that's a wrap. Till next week. See ya.